0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered podcast, episode 168. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Golf Unfiltered. Shoot me an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram page where you can check out a mixture of golf pictures that we experience as well as some personal photos from my day-to-day. Thanks to all of you who continue to reach out via email or social and Uh, Those of you most recently on the Hackers Paradise uh, forum over at THP, uh, shout out to you guys as well for sending in some podcast topic ideas. And I know that many of you uh, have scheduled some time with me either via email or just simply a message where you and I are going to talk a little bit about some of your personal stories related to golf that you'd like to share on the podcast. You guys answered the call from episode 167. Towards the end, I asked, hey, if you're interested and you have a story that you want to share, please feel free to reach out. And that invitation is still open to anyone who's interested. And so, folks, after this episode, um, this is just going to be me and you again talking because I want to talk about a few different things related to golf and personal stuff as well. Uh, But after this episode, we're going to you're going to hear from your you guys. You're going to hear from people that have reached out, listeners to the show, who wanted to share their story. And so hopefully this is the start of something that uh, is not only interesting for everyone who listens to this show, but also it kind of sparks additional conversation, not only on social, on the website, but also just basically over this podcast, even though it is kind of a, a one-way communication right now, to be honest. But anyway... Looking forward to those episodes, looking forward to speaking to all of you. Today, uh, I wanted to touch on something that was a little more personal, uh, and the reason I want to do that is, uh, I gotta say, you guys are just fantastic. The people that have reached out in response to an episode probably, what is it, four episodes ago now, maybe uh, maybe a little less, uh, where I talked uh, and shared a little bit about Uh, Myself, I shared about, you know, my struggles with anxiety. I shared how golf uh, allows me or helps me to get over some of the things that I go through in my life. And the response has really just been overwhelming. Uh, I've mentioned this a couple times in the episodes that have followed that episode. And it just really inspired me to kind of go back and think about other ways that I can explain, at least for me personally, how golf helps. And what I found so far, at least from that one episode is that this really resonated with a lot of people and it's really encouraging. Um, It's sometimes a little difficult for me to talk about it because you have to understand uh, when I'm just talking solo into a microphone, I'm here at my desk in my office and I'm just speaking into a, into a blue Yeti microphone. Uh, it's hard to get that body language because from another person because there's nobody else here. But I know that there's people listening on the other end of what I'm saying. And so when I hear this feedback, when I receive this feedback from you all, it's it's highly encouraging. Especially when it comes to a topic that, uh, really any topic that's personal. Because again, as I mentioned, there's this certain sense that it, it resonates with others. And when we go and play golf, when we go out, and many of you mentioned this to me, and I feel this way too, we go to play a game to escape from whatever it is that we're dealing with, whether it's something minor, like, you know what, I'm just stressed out at my job and I need I need to take this Saturday, or maybe even sometimes a day during the week, to just go and spend a few hours on a golf course, maybe a couple hours on the driving range, and just forget about life for a little bit. Other times we go out and it's a regular, it's a regular thing. We're part of a league, or you know, we want to. We're part of a, a mini tour if you're good enough to do that, or an amateur circuit. And you want to go out and you want to have that sense of competition. You want to go and and try to test your skills against others that are like you, or hopefully not as good as you if you're if you're competing. But more often than not, I'd say it's probably the former. We're just going out there to, you know, enjoy a recreational sport and to escape for a little bit. And what I often find, at least in my game, is when, uh, because I certainly fall in that category, I I am not competing against anybody ever, (laughs) Um, other than, you know, my foursome if we decide to play a game or something. You know, more often than not, I just go out and, you know, I'm just trying to, Trying to forget something, uh, depending on you know where my head's at at that particular moment, and then when you're in the middle of a round, much like I was in my ro- most recent round as of this recording, I'm recording this uh, on the 26th of July. Uh, things were going pretty pretty good, you know. I was playing really well. Uh, I was with two of my best friends, and we were out there and just having a good time, you know, talking about life making fun of one another, and suddenly I, re- I realized that after nine holes, I was I was playing probably the best I had played all year. Those who listen to the show know that I had just been fit for a new putter, I was trying my new Bettinardi putter out, everything was feeling great, I was making putts, it was just a good time. And then suddenly, after the ninth hole, after realizing that I was only two over at this part, point, which is... You know, I've, I've, I've done that before, but it had been a while <laughs> since the last time I'd done it. All of a sudden, something changed. And I started to realize that, hey, you know, I might, I might actually be able to post something here. This is, this, is, this is different. Even so much so that the two guys that I play with, um, who are much better players than me, you know, I was actually within a shot or two of them after the turn, which never happens, ever, ever happens, and then suddenly, like I said, something switched, and then before I know it, well, I I parred the 10th hole, I believe I parred the 11th hole, and then the wheels started to just trickle off, (laughs) I made like four or five straight bogeys, and it all kind of got down, if I could think back, it came back down to one shot that I hit on the 12th hole that just, I I thinned a wedge, I think. I had a great drive. Shout out to TaylorMade (laughs) with the M3. I had a great drive, and suddenly I just mess something up. I make a mistake, and uh, I end up bogeying the hole, and then all of a sudden, like I said, I got I got into a rut. Luckily I was able to turn things around, you know, around uh, 16 and 17 and I was still able to to post a good score for me. But even in the hours that followed, and frankly even the day that followed, I couldn't help but think back to that one shot, that one mistake that I made. I I was feeling a sense of regret that I had missed out on something and that I, I had wished something could have been different because I, I would have been able to post, I don't know, maybe my uh, my record low for 18 holes or something. And I just couldn't shake the the feeling. And I, it, keep in mind the context of this. I went out with two friends who I've known pretty much my whole life to go engage in a recreational activity, to escape from stress and was playing wonderfully, but still somehow found a way to make it a stressful situation. I think a lot of you probably could relate to that. And I know that the, the guys I play with can. I mean, just to give you some additional context, one of the guys that I play with... He he used to be a professional, a teaching professional, and he he sh- his career low is sixty four for crying out loud. The other guy is also an extremely strong player. I don't actually know what his career low is, but I've seen him shoot under par, and I know those guys still find ways to to regret mistakes that they make. I would imagine that they probably get it over a lot get over it a lot quicker than I do because <laughs> they don't they don't tend to uh, to dwell on it too much, as far as I know but this got me thinking you know we do this a lot just in general in life and i am an uh, i am a man that has regrets there there are things that I mean, we all we all think this right i mean i know the old adage the old cliche is you know live a life with no regrets don't you know you never want to be 80-year-old, you know, person looking back on your life and saying, man, I regret, I should have went to Greece, (laughs) or I should have went to, you know, whatever, whatever the case is. But I think, I think you'd agree that sometimes that's just not realistic. Everybody has regrets up to some point, whether it be, you know, the the educational uh, field that you went into, or, you know, the major you declared in college, or something that happened in a relationship, or... You know, something that you did at a job, or maybe, you know, insert your example here. Everybody has a regret. And even in times of when you're trying to enjoy yourself and you're doing something for fun, if you're like me, you, your brain just kind of goes to that place where you'll want to find something wrong, no matter what. And it's almost like you're addicted to it. It almost sounds like, or it feels like, you're addicted to that feeling of, you know what, I want to be on edge. I want to feel that stress. I don't know if it's a chemical thing in your brain, if it's a, it's not quite an adrenaline rush maybe, or maybe it is, I don't know, depending on, on your circumstance, but at least for me, I go back to that feeling, and it's like I, I, I'm i not comfortable if I'm completely unstressed as as crazy as that sounds but this is just another example of something that we can learn from the game of golf because me dwelling on the mistake that one mistake that I made on the 12th hole for hours and a day after the fact it, it doesn't do me any good I my score doesn't change I, I'm not going to all of a sudden have uh, the ability to go and, and knock off a few strokes from my final score and enter it for my handy. I, no, I, you can't do that. And just like in life, thinking back on something that happened a, a week ago or a month ago or even years ago, you're not going to be able to change whatever it is that happened. And so what option do you have? Well, You could probably already fill in this blank. People tell you, well, just let it go. Or get over it. And depending on what type of social circle you lived up or you you grew up in, they might say, you know what, you got to quit being a baby. Man up. Get over it. Well, I, I would hope that those of you listening to this would agree that it's really not that simple. So, what what is regret? I mean, it, we all feel it. We all have a sense of okay, yeah, I, I don't like the way something turned out, and I wish I could have done better. And then I I feel at least at that point, the different types of people that exist. It, it kind of branches out from there. Either you're like, ah, eh, you know what, I did the best I could. Time to move on. You know, I would love to be that type of person, but I'm not. On the other side, I'm on the other side where it's like, God, you know, I'm just going to dwell on this. I'm going to feel really bad for myself. I'm going to continuously ruminate on it. And you know what? If I'm around someone that I care about and I think that I hurt them in any way, even if I didn't, even if they have moved on for a long time, for a long time coming – I'm still going to bring it up to them so that not only can they relive it, but I'm going to try to make some selfish attempt at making myself feel better because I brought it up to them. That's just a different type of reassurance seeking, I believe is what they call that. But to get back to my question, what is regret? One definition of regret, it's simply just a feeling of sadness, repentance, repentance, or disappointment over something that has happened or that's been done. Pretty cut and dry, right? We could all probably and you're you listening to this is probably thinking of, well, you know, this one situation that happened in my life probably fits that. I would be very surprised if there's someone listening to this that has never felt sadness, some form of repentance, or at least disappointment. And when you take that within the context of your golf game, think about all the different times when you've missed a shot or you've missed a three-foot putt where you would have been able to save par on a hole that you now you've bogeyed. And for those of you like myself who often play the same courses, isn't it frustrating as all get out when you go and you play the same course and you get the same score? on the same holes every single time let me ask you this have you ever stood up on a tee box looked down the fairway or if it's a par three the green and said to yourself or even out loud to your playing partners you know what whenever i play this hole i always end up over there and then what happens you end up over there (laughs) that's that's what happens and so in thinking about this topic today And I hope you guys don't mind me going a little deep with this, but it seems like a lot of people can relate to this at least. Whenever you do that, whether on the golf course or in life, why are we surprised when our our ball ends up where we said we usually end up? What have we done differently prior to that point, prior to the moment that you take the golf swing, Even before that, riding up to the, to the tee box or walking up to the tee box, what have we done to our strategy, to our course strategy or whatever, to make a change leading up to that moment? And if the answer is nothing, if the answer is, you know what, I just don't think about it until I get up there and then up, well, here's this hole again. And I always end up over there and I, and I end up over there. Why are we surprised when that happens? Have we done ourselves a service and gone through the practice of actually making a change that hopefully will lead to something better? Well, part of it is because we don't know what we don't know. And I know that's so cliche to say. In my day job, I work a lot with managing changes. I work in change management. And people hate to change. People love to fall into their old rhythms. I am a creature of habit. Believe me, I'm a creature of habit. I'm a person that does really well with a structure. I like waking up at about the same time every day. I will probably hit my snooze on my, uh, my iPhone one time because that's what I do every day. I will wake up, go through my morning routine... I'll drive over to Starbucks. I'll pick up Starbucks, and I'll drive to work. People naturally fall into routines. So when we ever, when, whenever we try to challenge that or break that habit or that routine, it becomes uncomfortable, and so it's hard to make a change. It's hard to not remember how things were which ultimately ends up becoming how things are if we continue to ruminate on those things and trust me folks i struggle with this all the time not just in golf not just at my job but but in my personal life i'm sure you could probably if you if We ever meet, and I'm with my wife, I'm sure she would probably (laughs) agree with that. She'd probably say, yeah, this guy can't let stuff go. And I can't. It's hard. It really is hard. Because it requires a change. And in order for us to actually get to a different point, we have to feel comfortable letting something go. And so if we constantly have this picture in our head, going back to the golf course now, if we have this picture on our head, that I'm going to end up in that sand trap every single time that I play this hole. And then we get frustrated with the fact that we do end up there. And then we still record the same bogey or perhaps even worse. Usually because we're ruminating about, wow, I'm over here again. We have to be else we also have to be willing to accept the fact that we're never going to improve. what worked well for me in my most recent golf round where i played really well for those first 9 holes was to pretty much not think about it that's another cliche that people often give as advice that i'm sure those of you who also have similar struggles are probably really sick of hearing oh just just turn your mind off don't think about it well how the hell do you do that <laughs> How do you do that? And if you are one of those people like me who, you know, you, you ask someone who you identify as someone who is able to turn off their their brain or to not worry about stuff, and then they tell you, "I don't know, I, I just do it." I don't know. Okay, I, I can't tell you how. That's that's probably even more frustrating, right? <laughs> but really, it's true. I you just don't you don't think about it. You just don't. you you distract yourself. At least in my mind, the the answer to the question of how do you do that, for me, it's through distraction. It's through focusing on something different. In preparation for this, I, uh, you know, went to the modern day Encyclopedia Britannica, YouTube, (laughs) sorry Wikipedia, Um, and I looked up just these videos, videos of you know, how people get over regret, or even just how they define regret, and so on and so forth. And there's a lot of great stuff out there uh, on this topic. And, and one thing I did find, it was a TED Talk. And I forget the young lady's name, but she was uh, speaking about how she got a tattoo at one point. And you may have seen this, it was only a few years old. She went and she got a tattoo when she was a teenager. And she says the second or the minutes after she left the tattoo parlor, she immediately regretted getting this tattoo. She went on to say that she later went home that evening and had this massive emotional breakdown because she just could not believe that she got this tattoo and was so regretful for it and just couldn't get over the fact that this is something that she would do. In the TED Talk, she goes on to explain different stages uh, defined by her of what it means to regret. And I don't necessarily remember the exact order, but it was all the things that we've all experienced. It was uh, a sense of denial, like just make it go away, fix it. You know, we all feel this. Again, picture yourself hitting that bad shot or, or imagine me hitting that horrible wedge shot on twelve. And then there's a certain sense, uh, you know, I forget which order, but then there's, you know, beating yourself up about it. So punishment, you aren't good enough, you kick yourself about it. And then it gets to a point of, you know, you're just constantly reminding yourself of this. I believe she called it like a perseverance or something. Oh, and I forget, that there's another point where you just, uh, you almost wish... It was it, there was something different that happened, right? And so this this combination of of denial and, and wishing that something was different um, almost like a fear and and then there's this this constant punishment because you don't feel like you're good enough now and you're never going to get any better. And then you constantly remind yourself of that it's so self-destructive. but that's basically what regret is. Regret would not exist unless you fell into those habits. She concludes her talk by basically saying, you know, I don't think that the purpose of regret is to remind us that we've done something poorly. But actually, it's to remind us that we can do better. I I really like that phrase and i like the way that she defined that because i feel that that can apply to so many circumstances including golf if we go and we play again playing a game unless you're kevin kisner if you guys saw that on twitter (laughs) just a quick a quick aside this ain't no hobby boys you should look that up you're playing a game and If you constantly remind yourself that, you know what, I'm never going to break a hundred or I'm never going to be a sub-80 golfer. You're never going to be that. You're constantly reminding yourself that. In life, if you do that, you're never going to achieve the goal that you have in mind, whatever it is, the new job, the raise, meeting the girl your dreams or guy getting married, having the family, you're never going to achieve that if you don't feel like you can. It's almost as if you, for those of you who have kids, I do not have children, but for those of you who who do, it would be as if you were constantly reminding your child that you're not good enough, you're not going to achieve anything, and there's nothing you can do about it. God, I hope None of you are like that, (laughs) but that's what it's like. And so if we treat ourselves that way and if we constantly remind ourselves of why we haven't been able to achieve something because we regret the one time when it didn't work out or the one mistake that we made, then we don't learn anything from the mistake that we made and we're not able to make an improvement. To jump back into what I do during the day, there is a certain methodology or a a belief that in order to improve any process or really anything, you have to learn by doing. It's the scientific method that we all grew up with, right? You form a hypothesis, you test it, you find out what you broke and you learn from it and you do it again. You compare it to a control group and you do it again and again and again. Life is like that too. And and having these these solo conversations like I am now. And I know you guys are listening, and I would appreciate greatly your thoughts on this topic. And I know it's a little little different than some of the other episodes that we've done, but this it's almost a little surreal for me to do this because today I, I experienced a lot of regret for some personal stuff. And Finding and drawing that parallel to the game, to the game of golf, in a weird way, helps me cope. It helps me realize, it's like, you know what, you're still going to go play golf again. So whatever BS that you have to deal with, Adam, personally, doesn't mean that you're not going to come back and try to do better the next time. And just like that one time, that that one perfect shot that you have during a golf round, the joke being, oh, yeah, it just takes one shot to bring you back for the next time, making the right decision based on information that you've learned prior, because of all the prior mistakes that you've made, leading up to that moment where you can make a decision, and you make a better decision, maybe not the perfect decision, but you made a better decision, not only reminds you that, you know what, things could have been a whole lot worse, and frankly, you did better than you did the last time. It's important to remind yourself of those things, and I apologize if I came across a little preachy there, but I do want to have these these talks a little bit more. And and I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, hell, this is 168 episodes by now. I know a few people that I know personally listen to this and, you know, they know how I am. <laughs> they, know, they know me. Uh, by now, I think these types of, of uh, topics, these types of episodes, not only is it different for the site, but it's also something that I hope helps you guys out in some way just as with past episodes where i've touched on personal matters or you know a little bit heavier subjects i encourage you to reach back out to me and to let me know what you think you know i totally appreciate your feedback golfunfiltered at gmail.com if you prefer email you could look me up on twitter as well at golfunfiltered if you're on the thp forum over at the hackers paradise send me a direct message. Send me a private message. Let me know. And many of you have. To kind of wrap up this this topic on, on regret, getting over regret, letting stuff go, I wanted to talk specifically about that last phrase, letting something go. Earlier in the conversation, I had mentioned that sometimes people give you the advice of, you just got to get over it, or you just have to turn your brain off and how annoying it is, because it's not just, it's not that simple. Another phrase that fits into that bucket is, you gotta let it go. Well, how do you let it go? One of the best pieces of uh, information on that topic, specifically about how to do it, I actually just stumbled upon today during some of the research I did, and It's not a matter of forgetting whatever happened in the past. The poor wedge shot. I'm not going to forget the wedge shot that I hit on 12. No golfer ever is going to forget or hell, any athlete that ever has done anything great. You're not going to forget the times that you failed. Instead, letting go is simply a focus, shift. You first have to accept the fact that you're human. You have to ask yourself, what did I learn? Maybe I'll hit gap wedge next time. I don't know. (laughs) And then you take that information and you say, how can I be better in the future? And that shift from behind you in the past to in front of you in the future is so critical and I had really never had it outlined that way for me. But if you could make that shift, it, it, it really is just all the difference in the world because then you start thinking about something that you anticipate in a positive way and you're excited about achieving. And it constantly becomes the challenge. It's why people want to improve their health. It's why people walk into a gym, for example, and they want to, they have this vision of what they can become. And it's not a matter of, man, I wish I could be something better than I am. It's a matter of, what do I want to become? What type of person do I want to become? What type of golfer do I want to become? And the benefit of playing a game like golf is that it comes, especially now, there's so many different ways that you can track your performance. There's Arcos, Game Golf, there's uh, Cobra Connect, there's so many different metric tracking mechanisms that you can go out there and pieces of technology to actually capture data to see how you improve over time. We don't always have that capability with our day-to-day life, do we? Sure, you might wear a fitness tracker on your wrist. I do. (laughs) And you might be able to, in my case, close all your rings or, you know, hit 10,000 steps in a day. And yeah, those those are helpful, healthy metrics. But there's no metric in life that I'm aware of or no tracker in life that could say, you know what, how many times did you worry today? How many times did you feel regretful? How many times did you Think about something in the past that you wish you could have done differently. Or how many times did you get yourself caught in this cycle of, man, I wish my life was better than it is now. The point being here, folks, it is possible to create that shift from the past to the future. You could do it in a positive way. Once again, not because you're trying to achieve something unattainable, but more so because you want to work towards something that will make you feel better. And as as it relates to golf, as I'm sure you could draw this parallel, it's forgetting all the bad shots. It's remembering the times that you played well and really zeroing in on that that one shot that keeps bringing you back. I appreciate you guys sticking with me on this episode once again i appreciate any feedback that you want to send over golf at gmail.com as well as golf unfiltered or at golf unfiltered on twitter got a few uh got a few podcast episodes lined up here folks uh thank you to those of you who have reached out and who have agreed to come on the show to, sh- to share your stories as of right now today i don't know what these people are going to say but it's going to be great i'm really interested in hearing from listeners sharing their stories We also have a few equipment companies coming up as well that have reached out to say, hey, what do you think about us uh, appearing on the show and, and talking about our products? So stay tuned for those. As always, I appreciate all the support that you guys send over. We will talk to you again here in just a few days. Take care.